A's for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. scrolling through Instagram and looking at platitudes every once in a while, but that can be a bit much. I don't know how helpful that is. Right. Um, but, you know, in 12 Steps, 12 Step program, uh, I see people there, you know, regularly, probably once a week, that I finally, after, like, I don't know how long it took you or if you, you know, talk to anybody, but it's taken me like three years just to get comfortable to smile with people and even just say hi and stuff like that yeah yeah i would say i had a difficult time hugging in the beginning in the 12-step rooms when they i would go to pick up my chip and they'd want to hug and i was like why are we hugging can i just shake your i tried to shake hands for the first like six months and they just kept hugging me and it was weird. It wasn't like a uh, don't hug me because I'm like a broken person. It was just like, why are we bringing hugging into this whole thing? But uh, I've definitely gotten used to it. As far as community goes, I mean, there's a definite sense of, um, oh, man, I lost the word. But, uh, you know, having uh, brothers in arms and sisters in arms, you know, like that sense of it's not community. But uh, uh, I can't think of the word right now. But there's that that's. That sense of not being alone is very important. I think in early recovery and then later on through, I mean, I would probably still be in what I consider early recovery, but even a few years later, I still like to like that reassurance that someone else understands, you know, what I went through and what, you know, and I can understand what they've gone through. We have a common thread regardless of whatever sure. station in life we are. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's just been I can't believe when I think back to the first first times I went to any sort of 12 step meeting or talked mm-hmm. to anybody about it and I was absolutely not interested in I was, you know, just there to listen in my yeah. mind. And now I'm so much more comfortable talking and sharing out loud and I always feel like I would always say, you know, just keep your mouth shut. You don't know anything. You should listen. And then mm-hmm. I started to realize that sharing was because you, you never know what somebody's going to get out of what you have to say. Yeah. One of the big things that I learned was that these people would just be saying random things and, and like they don't know what's going on in your head. And then all of a sudden you hear something and you take it in your own certain way and you sort of go, Oh wow, that's great. And, and you're thinking something completely different. So I think it, it really helps. Um, when I, I mean, my sponsors since moved out of town, but I definitely still consider him part of that recovery community. Yeah. I would count, you know, I don't know if you listen to a lot of other podcasts or if you follow yeah. any blogs and stuff like that, but there's certain people who I look up to and who I admire and who I go, damn, I need to, I want to be this felt runner, swimmer kind of guy right. who's all into, yeah. you know, plant power way kind of stuff. And right. I'm not quite there. Yeah. But 
it was a lot of isolation at first for me. And it took a very long time for me to even be be comfortable talking to anybody about it. I mean, I yeah. think in the beginning I would call you like on a Sunday afternoon or something and I'd be like, oh man, this is so great. And I heard this really cool thing and wow, this was awesome. And, and you know, you, you'd be very supportive and excited and then say, well, I got to get to work and I'm glad that you're really happy, but I got to go. And <clears throat> yeah. Um, but it was just one of those things that I, 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 it took a very long time for me to f- feel comfortable about it because I used to hate like going to meetings and sometimes, yeah. sometimes I still do. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I don't no, want I'm to. There with you, yeah. Hate's, hate's a strong yeah. word. The hate is a strong word. I prefer strongly prefer not to. Mm-hmm. Strongly, at times, yeah. Um, the the community's funny because you're gonna have a fellowship within any group. I mean, even in my active drinking, I had what I thought was a sense of fellowship. You know, and the word I was looking for earlier was camaraderie. You know, there's mm-hmm. a camaraderie there. There was a camaraderie. You know, that alcohol is one of those types of drugs that. Um, is a social drug but it's not it's actually a very like you said an isolating drug uh shrouded in in being social you know the mask it the mask it wears is very social but at the core of it you're very alone you know and and to go into this room and have all these other people you know what i mean share their experience and say hey man i've been just as alone not even speaking to you just speaking to the room in general Mm -hmm. that was really important to me that was a huge foundation in my sobriety and my recovery because i understood that as shitty as it could get you know what i mean someone else has experienced that shit you know someone else has been in that hole um, the, and as far as the recovery, recovery community in a whole, it's very interesting now in 2018. I mean, I just, you know, started experiencing it four years ago, but I imagine, you know, the older generation, they didn't have Instagram. They didn't have, uh, a, a, you know, a recovery memes, like a spicy old recovery <laughs> meme. Like, and I love them. Some of them, I really love them. Some of them, I can't relate, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's just like anything, you know, but I guess even the sayings of the 12 step group are memes in themselves. They just didn't have like a cutie picture of a dog on it, you know, looking surprised or a dude dropping a bucket of chicken or something, you know, it's like not your father's Oldsmobile. It's not your father's it's not, recovery. It is not your father's recovery. You know what I'm saying? This is like a newer, and even I'm an older, you know, I'm part of that older generation coming into these rooms where there's younger people, you know? So, so you, at this point, 2018, I, in my opinion, sometimes you may not even need a room. I mean, you could do a a meeting, Mm -hmm. you can meet with other alcoholics online, on FaceTime, on Reddit, like on Twitter. I mean, there's so many resources now. To be able to find someone else who you can relate to, who will be able to share their experience with you and you can use that or you can discard it. You know, I've had complete strangers, people I've never spoken a word to in my life, say things that I apply to my life to this day. Sure. You know, and that to me is amazing. You know, so the whole construct of it is social and then added with the social aspect of, you know, the inner butts, the uh, the, mm-hmm. the information superhighway. It's been... Uh, it's it's been so valuable to me. This, yeah, yeah. I I think I think so too. I, I think when you talk about the change, there's um, when we talk about spicy memes on internet mm-hmm. on on internet on Instagram on the internet and on the internet you go and you look into somebody you know something like your um 
it used to be somebody would sit there and cross hatch or cross stitch. Is that the word? Like yes. cross stitch? Yes. You know, yeah. the grant me the serenity and, you know, hang that up on the yep. wall. And that was, that mm-hmm. was the original meme, right? That was the original right. way to, that was the original, some Easy construction paper and some markers. Yeah. Easy does it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah, you, cool. you spend all that, all that sober time learning calligraphy and then just start blasting it on the walls in your yeah. local meeting room or something like that. Right. Um, now you just find a picture of Arnold Drummond in high impact <laughs> font and write, you know, that feeling when your sponsor tells you you got to do a four step or something. And like, you know, what you talking about, Willis? You know, bam. <laughs> they, they write themselves. Are you are you sure you should you should have your own Instagram page? I got a spicy meme mill. You don't know, man. It's I, I got a whole thing working over here. The spicy meme mill. Jerry and the spicy meme yeah. mill. That's also my 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 rap name. I, my uh my mumble rap name spicy meme meal anyhow it's good it's good but yeah, yeah you know you're right it's a very different uh community i imagine i don't know because i haven't been yeah. a part of another one um except that even even like five years ago before i so like even two or three years before i quit drinking there i wasn't i wasn't seeking these things out other than um there was one very drunken night where I called like one of the 800 numbers. Yeah. Like I just, I think I Googled it like some sort of alcohol recovery 800 number. And I talked to this guy and I was drunk. I was really, 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 really drunk. And you know, as you can imagine, I was drunk and talking about wanting not to drink (laughs) the, the dichotomy that is the alcoholic brain. And Mm -hmm. I think that I stayed up, until the morning and there was a a uh, a meeting at like 7 a.m and i called a cab and i said and still very very drunk i don't remember what i was drinking but um and i i paid them to wait for the hour so that i wouldn't so i went in i guess i could have left any time i don't know why i stayed for the whole thing um right. But so this would have been, I don't know, 2013 or something. Yeah. 2000. And, I don't know. And I stayed for the whole meeting. I paid the cab and I got out and I went home and I think I just went to bed. But the entire time I was in there, I was so filled with just disgust and like, who are these people and who do they think they are? And just lots yeah. of anger. Uh, and I was again, I was drunk at 8 a.m. And who isn't angry when they're drunk at 8 a.m.? Right. You know? Yeah, it's not a great way to start your day or to end your night, I guess, is more appropriate. But what a cool thing in retrospect that that was available and that that was that I was able to do that because I'm I'm certain that everybody that sat next to me or near me or was in that room knew that I was drunk. Well, definitely the one sitting next to you, that's for sure. I've been around you when we were both drinking, and I'm like, whoa, someone opened a wine cellar over Mm. here. Somebody crashed the cart, the liquor cart. (laughs) Yeah, someone tipped that thing over. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, but what a cool thing that that, that's available to you at any time, whenever you want, and you can just go. And you don't have to stay. You don't have to sign your name. You know, you don't have to be necessarily accountable to anything actually to nobody you don't really i mean it's all that whole program is set up really really interestingly 
you know the fact that it works that organized chaos works is amazing to me but i mean even in your experience first off you're a high roller to be able to pay a cab driver to wait an hour so you can go hang out you know at a meeting and and, (laughs) secondly i think those are those des those that that beginning of desperation there but the but you are right that community would would have accepted you regardless you know what i mean like i've been in rooms where people have walked in shit canned and no one they don't kick you out they don't judge you they just say you know i love that there but for the grace of god you know i love that saying because it is really humbling you're like that's me dude that can totally be me so you know there's times i see some drunk dude wilding around downtown falling over and shit and my co-workers kind of laugh and chuckle it up and I just look at the guy and I'm like, damn, dude, that's me. Like, that's totally me. That man. was that's me. Like, f- yeah, that was me and that is me and that will be me if, you know, if, if I don't, um, you know, be diligent in what I do mm-hmm. with my life, you know. But the, the community is great. You ever go to a sober dance? I've never been to a sober dance. Oh, man. I took my wife to one. It was great. It was you great. These, I, I was like, these people are sincerely having fun. They are not fucking around. They're like not joking. They're not bullshitting. There's nothing. Okay, here's the best part about the sober dance was mm-hmm. that they had it at the Vets Club here, the Veterans Club, which is attached to a bar. And I drank a lot in the Vets Club years ago. I mean, I, mm-hmm. we were both yes, regulars at that I've Vets Club. There. So they had the little room next to it. And so they start the dance. And this drunk lady wanders in from the bar. And she's, she's not blackout, but she's drunk. She wanders in and just starts dancing with everybody, and nobody gave a shit. They just all danced with her, and she was having a blast. And then she's like, what kind of organization is this? And they're like, or she's like, what is this? And they're like, well, we're an organization. It's a meeting. We're having a meeting. She's like, wow, you guys are great. And so I went outside because I was still smoking cigarettes back then. I went outside to smoke, and she was out there on her cell phone, and she's like, Man, I just found this random party and everyone here is so fucking cool. There's no drama. Nobody's getting mad. They're just dancing and laughing and stuff. And she had no idea that nobody in that room was drunk. That everybody in that room was, you know, sober. I thought it was a great... That, to me, was a great um, example of community. Yeah. within within. But not even just within the rooms. I mean, if you can just find a good recovery community you know that isn't based around the rooms you can find it it's out there you can find other people who have had the same problem you have mm-hmm. you know what i mean that you can confide in and work with it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a 12-step program right it well just, i mean what else i mean they 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 used to call them chat rooms back in the day but what else is the internet word. but a room yeah where you but go in and yeah you share your your feelings about things and there's certainly any number of people you can talk to who will talk to you and people who would i mean i I imagine if a stranger wanted some advice or something like that i would feel compelled to not necessarily (laughs) um give them my phone number but um because i don't think i don't think that's a good idea to do that on the internet no, not to strangers, but hit up my DMs, dude. Slide in there. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk. Let's talk some recovery. I do the, uh, I mean, I can, I don't think it, yeah, I can mention Reddit. You know, Reddit has been awesome. I mm-hmm. totally do the, the stop drinking subreddit and the uh, Red, Redditors in recovery. And I love it then the stop drinking subreddit. New people will come in and they tell them, I won't drink with you today. I love that. That's yeah. almost as powerful as one day at a time. You know that there's somebody else out there, even if you don't know him, who says, I will not drink with you today. That's 
They're thinking That's the great, same exact man. thing. Yeah, you know, A is for alcoholic has a Reddit now too. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Oh, As I of better today. subscribe. <laughs> better better make me a moderator. Everybody's getting banned immediately. <laughs> Everybody. You're all banned. Um, but yeah, it's. I think that's always a great one to feel that way. And some, like you said, somebody comes in, you're like, yeah, man. There's other people out there that are, that are handling or dealing with things, and and it helps you to handle it, even a little bit better, even a little bit easier than more power to you. It, Word. It's just like uh, getting. You don't have to be stranded on that desert island alone. No. All you gotta do is walk up over the hill. There's a bunch of other people stranded there too. Maybe they actually built a community. You got coconut radios and right? shit like Just Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Everyone's worried about the smoke monster. Yeah, exactly, man. Don't follow Jack. Don't follow Sawyer. Go with the cool guys who meet up on the beach and sit in a circle. Right. Uh, yeah. The one of the things I remember when I think about community, and I think about my uh, recovery community, is it was probably nine or ten months into my first year of not drinking and really only in like six or seven in an actual program a 12-step program and I just remember because I used to wake myself I'd work late on Saturday night and I'd wake up early on Sunday and it got to the point where I felt like I have to do this I have to be here I have to go to this meeting or else I'm yeah. not going to have another good week. And I, so I, then I began to resent the meeting and I began to resent Sunday mornings. And I just finally said, you know what? I don't care. Fuck it. These people, this thing doesn't control my life. And I said, you know what? I'm not getting up on Sunday morning and I'm not going. I want to stay up a little bit later. I want to play some video games and right. I want to sleep in till like 1130 or 12 and just yeah. get up and have coffee and potentially feel a little bit guilty because I didn't go to my meeting. <laughs> yeah. And But I did that, and I was resentful for like three or four months. I just I just said, nope, you know what? I'm not doing it. And I remember telling my girlfriend, and she's like, well, you, I mean, you don't have to. You should go if you want to. But And maybe I talked to you about it, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just not going, man. And so then I didn't go one week and then two and then three, and then like two months go by, and I'm starting to think I need to go to a meeting. And then I think, well, I can't go because I haven't been. That was right. my that was my thought process. Well, yeah. what will they think? What will they say that I haven't been doing the thing that I have told myself I need to do? What is everybody going to think of me? And so yeah. finally, one morning, I get up and I go there and. I see people that I haven't seen in a couple of months, and the only thing they had to say to me was, hey, man, how's your summer been? <laughs> hey, uh, good to see you. Uh, Glad you're back. <laughs> how's your summer been? Oh, wait, was it during summer? Literally, yeah, it was literally during oh. No, it was, they were cracking oh. jokes, although that would be funny, oh. too. That would be a great joke, yeah. Uh, hey, how's your but summer still, been? But still, that's... But yeah. it, was, it was so great in that there was no judgment, and it was all in my own head. Yep. Like how, yeah. how ridiculous and crazy was I to think that any of these people were busy, worried about where I was or what I was right. doing. They weren't. Right. And then they were just, no. they were just so happy to see me. And, and it really, I think that was the moment where I started to, I turned a corner a little bit. And that was the moment where I realized, well, one, I realized it ain't about me, uh, nope. which was huge. And two, that, that oh, I am a part of this. 
and people want me to be a part of this and I want to, I want to be a part of this. That was a thing. And it sort of, it, it changed the way that I looked at Sunday mornings as, Oh, yeah. look at this thing I get to do. How grateful is this or how grateful am I mm-hmm. to be able to get to do this? And you know what? If I miss a Sunday morning meeting, there's like another one down the road at two o'clock. So if you want to sleep in, go ahead and go pick it up somewhere else. And I'm yeah, super stoked that the people do the one at two o'clock down the road. And so it's just a really um, cool thing to have, to be a part of, I should say, because I don't have it. It's not mine. Right. You know, and yeah. um, it's... Yeah, I just and that's that's the biggest thing for me is that that element of community and and creating it and being a part of it and realizing that you know that nobody's forcing you to do anything. No. No, but but the mindset is, you know, like when you have a job like you have to be there. Mm-hmm. You need to be there. Mhm. Whereas in recovery, you know, you get out of it what you put into it. You know, and, and and what your intention is with it is what you receive back. So if your intention is to not do that, you know what I mean? Not go and not do those things. Well, then you're de- you'll feel it. You'll feel it later. You know, you'll feel it because or maybe there's something you missed out on. There's always that whole saying that the, don't give up yet. The miracles five minutes away or whatever the thing that in my sense, the way I look at it is the miracles, the thing that I could the information I could gather the 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 suggestions I could take that would help me live a more fulfilled life, you know. Mm-hmm. Those things are valuable, and if you if you're not around for them, well, then you won't get them, you know. Absolutely. And apply them. Yeah. So you know, it's you know, at work you just go to work so you can make a living. Some people love their jobs, and so they go and get to spend time doing what they love. And most people, I imagine, don't love their jobs, and they're giving their time away. But you are obligated to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. But this other thing, you know, these 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 rooms, you know, this sense of community, this community you're you know you're with, you're not necessarily, you know, you get what you get, you know, you get what you give. Nobody and nobody nobody wants anything from me. No, other than yeah, other than good, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Man, wait till you gotta help someone move a couch. Oh man, I, whew, all right. Well, no one's asked me to help move a couch, mm. but I, I'm in, I'm in the shoe section, so <laughs> sneakers and loafers. Um, yeah, it's just, it's great. Nobody wants anything from me. They're just happy to see me. And so it feels yeah. good to go. I think that's, you know, that's the biggest thing for me is the, is that idea of mm-hmm. the panic and dread that I felt for two and a half months for no good reason. And that the resentment yeah. and the anger and you know the sort of idea of just i can do what i want and then i realized what i want to do (laughs) is go to this meeting and see these people yeah and you know if there's some hugs involved i'm okay with that yeah hug some fools i'm i'm open to hugging fools now man i hug everybody yeah i'm cool with it yeah i'm like let's make body contact let's do it (laughs) body rocking yeah get some action in the back section Right, exactly. I'm here to pick up my annual chip. Let's let's hug it out. Let's hug it hard. Yeah. Speaking hard. of uh, of chips, it was funny because the guy who finally was going to give me mine for three years, he 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 came in this week. He had it. He's and he kind of looked at me and he said, "We're gonna you know pass mm-hmm. it around. And everybody's gonna rub it." And but he came in late. 
which again is there's oh, no man. they don't lock the doors there's no uh yeah and so he came in late and he didn't hear that this other guy had said oh i got three years today and so everyone's oh, clapping man. so <laughs> no, it's it it's fine so i get in there and it goes around the room halfway the guy who had three years that day sees it sees a three-year chip goes and i watch him and he goes hmm and then he puts it in his pocket <laughs> and my and my first reaction was hey man that's mine what are you doing but i can't yeah. because you know this woman's talking and I, I can't i'm not going to disrupt anything and so i have the moment and i go okay it's totally fine it can be his you know yeah and so then it kind of came up and there was some confusion and no, 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 no. I was like, you, it's in your pocket, man. You keep it. You earned it. I'll get another one. The one I got's been working. It turns out the other guy had another one in his truck and it was, it all worked out fine, but it was just kind yeah. of this funny little moment where, and it, and it reminds you that everybody's in their own head and that the, yeah. the hardest thing to do is to just kind of let go of that ego and be a part of the group. Yes, Exactly. And how to much forget that yeah. Just how much cast nicer it is. Gotta cast aside that notion that you're the center of the universe. You're like, wait, I'm John. That's my chip. You haven't heard? You ha- you don't know who I am? Close personal friends of Elton John? <laughs> I'm John. That's my oh, chip. Oh my gosh, Elton John on the Twitter. Yeah, I don't think that's really him. No, it's not really him. I'm gonna but you have should, to report like, him. Like I said earlier, just give him money anyway, see what develops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You be part of that community. Uh, be part of the community of people that got scammed by fake Elton John. Is that a big we one? Have a, we have a podcast, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's yeah. So it's it's good. I'm I you know, and I, I, I count you and I count my group and I count my girlfriend and I count yeah. you know, um my sponsor who lives far away now and I have other friends who I don't talk to on the regular who I would count and who I have to remember, you know, that they, I'm a part of their community and that I need to reach out to them just as much as I go, Oh, well, I haven't heard from them in a while. Why haven't they called me? It's like, well, if that's the feeling you get, then maybe you should be the one to reach out. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Reach out, reach out and touch someone or or don't, don't touch anyone really. (laughs) But at least hug them. it's hug them. Exactly. Hug, hug the shit out of them. But you know that it's important. So community is an important thing. And um, absolutely. I think that it's certainly when we say things like you don't have to do this alone. It's really true. And I, and I think that you can't. I mean, some people can some and I don't know right. what their experience is like. Maybe it's maybe it's a good one. And maybe there's a way for somebody to do it by themselves. Yeah. I have not found that to be the case for yeah. me. Yeah, same here. I have to agree. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Well, um, on that note of community. The, in conclusion. In conclusion, go out there and hug someone, give someone a call, shake somebody's hand, whatever it is. Just stay away from the Twitter bots. Yeah, stay away from the Twitter bots. Just reach out. Reach out. It's There's important. other people out there. Yeah. They around. They would have they would appreciate hearing from you too. Thanks again for listening. As always, our music is by Neglect. 
You can find his stuff at neglectsound.bandcamp.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And get a hold of us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com.